So here's today's transformational truth. Healthy relationships are like healthy immune systems. You cannot survive without them. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Transformational Truths. In today's episode, I want to share with you the importance of cultivating relationships. So here's today's transformational truth. Healthy relationships are like healthy immune systems. You cannot survive without them. I think this is one of the most important conversations we can have in our current culture, especially among leaders. Because when it comes to leading, one of the greatest temptations is to build our lives and our schedules around this paradigm that is absolutely crazy. It's hectic. There's zero margin in our lives for relationship, and it is absolutely killing the joy of the journey of life. Listen to me. And I, I can already hear you saying it, but, but Pastor Travis, I don't have time for relationships. I don't have time for friendships. I don't have time to do this stuff. I'm building something. Listen, I get it. But who is going to be there to celebrate with you once the building is finished? The joy of building anything is who you get to build with. And there's always a reason to be too busy to spend time with the people that mean the most to us, right? There's always, there's always a reason to not make the phone call, to not have the lunch, to not have the coffee. But we were not designed to go through life alone. We were created to need each other. We were created to be in relationship with people. And relational health does not just include family. Listen, I've discovered that it also includes meaningful friendships. It includes meaningful relationships with mentors and coaches. And as we say in the, the ministry world or the church world, fathers and mothers in the faith, relationships are vital to survival. Let me say that again. Relationships are vital to survival. As a matter of fact, just before I sat down to record this episode, I had read a study that was uh, pretty intriguing. It was a scientific report that stated loneliness is the new cigarette. In fact, it specifically said that a lack of social relationships has the same effect on health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Listen, relationships are not only good for our health emotionally, they're good for our health mentally spiritually, and even physically. And if we're too busy to cultivate healthy relationships, then we are simply too busy. And we live in a culture that does not celebrate this idea. We live in this do-it-yourself, be-your-own-man, be-your-own-woman type of a person, pull yourselves up by your own bootstraps. But listen to me, there's a lot of folks doing life by themselves who are also secretly suffering in silence. And I think there's at least four types of relationships that we need to cultivate if you and I are going to be serious about developing our core. Okay, the core of a leader is spiritual health, emotional health, relational health, and mindset. And we're living in a culture, we're living in a time that celebrates leadership skill. And I think skills are great and I think skills are important, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think we're intoxicated. I think we're drunk on skills. 
We have spent so much time giving leaders skills, and we have not helped leaders develop the core. And so then we spend all of this time talking about how we're going to help people finish well. Well, what if we, what if we changed our paradigm and help leaders start well and stay well? Okay, so here's the four types of relationships that I think every single one of us needs to be serious about developing if we're serious about developing our core and restoring joy to the journey of life. Okay, number one is family. If you're single, listen to me. This this includes your your family, right? If you have siblings, your siblings. If your parents are still alive, then your parents. Okay. But for married people, this includes your spouse and your children. Okay. If you have kids. Number two, friendships. We all need friends in our life. Listen to me. If you've got two or three good friends, you are blessed. If you don't have any friends right now, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but we need to get serious about cultivating friendship, right? Number three, mentors, coaches, and what we call mothers and or fathers in the faith. This is vital. And last but not least, we need mentees. We need not just mothers and fathers, we need sons and daughters. Let me put it to you this way. I think we need relationships in front of us. We need relationships beside us, and we need relationships behind us that we're helping to pull ahead. So let's take a look for just a moment at the family category. If you're married with children, I want to tell you something, all right? God never asked you to sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry. Here's what I can tell you. Privately, far too many marriages are suffering, and leaders don't know how to talk about it or who to talk to. Here's why. We've often been told for decades that being absent as a leader is just the price that our spouses have to pay if we're going to be effective, and that our spouses just need to learn how to deal with it. But respectfully, I disagree. Our first ministry is to the people in our own home. Can I tell you something? Especially in the world of ministry, in the church world, too many pastors, spouses, and children are growing up to resent the church, the very church that that pastor leads, because the ministry gets more love and attention than they do. Okay, We're often succeeding publicly, but we're failing privately. The best and the first gift that you can give your church or your organization is a healthy, thriving, life-giving relationship with your spouse and your children. Listen, setting that example is going to do far more for your organization than any sermon you could preach or any motivational speech you could give. Okay, let me tell you something. My wife and kids do not have to make an appointment to see me. I will stop a meeting to take a call from my wife. Listen, she knows that she is my number one priority. All of my kids, as a result, love the local church that I lead. They love being a part of what's happening at the church. You know something else? They always want to go to the office with me or my wife. Always. They want to just come and hang out. Do you know why? Because the church is not a threat to my love for them. Okay. I, I remember when I was just getting started and um, I had just moved to a new uh, city and our family just moved to a new city to pastor our very first church. And I'll never forget sitting on the couch with my wife. We were watching a show and I'd promised her some time. And we were taking this time and I got a phone call and it was somebody from the church. And they said, Pastor, we've got somebody in the community that we want you to meet. You know, you just got here. We're super excited about, about you and your wife being here. And we think this relationship's going to really help us accomplish some things in the community. And I said, listen, that's great. I would love to meet them. Let's set up a time. They said, well, actually we're, we're parked outside of your house right now. We would love to we would love to just run you over to where this person's at really quick. They're they're waiting for you. And I said, oh, uh, yeah, sure, okay. And I, I said to my wife, I said, Tina, I said, just a minute. I'll, I'll be right back. It's just going to take a few minutes. 
I ran out the door, jumped in the car, went over to meet these, this person. And listen to me, as I'm talking to this person, I know in my heart, I messed up. <laughs> I knew I had, I had missed it. Got back in the car, went back to the house, walked in the door, and my wife very lovingly said to me, she said, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. She said, listen, all it took for you to jump up off the couch, walk away from our time together was one phone call. Is this the way it's going to be? I knew I had blown it. Before she even said that, I knew it. But, but the fact of the matter is she called me on something that she needed to, and I had made up my mind that day, no, this is not how it's going to be. And I had to learn really quickly how to say no. I had to learn really quickly how to establish boundaries because I did not want my marriage or my relationship with my kids to suffer. Because I always feel the need. I think the temptation for leaders is to always feel the need of the urgent, and then we sacrifice what's important. Okay. So people had to get used to being disappointed when I told them no. They just had to get used to it. Because here's the fact of the matter, leader. Listen, you're going to disappoint somebody. It better not be the people in your house. Okay. I'm not talking about never letting people down. That's just going to happen. You're human. But when it comes to who you're going to say yes to and no to, make sure that your family does not need to make appointments to see you, to talk to you. Make sure they know that they are your priority. Because here's what I'm discovering when I'm talking to leaders. The lack of attention we're giving to marriage and relationships is leaving people desperate and searching for hope. At the beginning of the year, I, I jumped onto a new social media platform. I went into it kicking and screaming. I really did not want another social media platform, to be totally honest with you. I, I really wasn't interested in TikTok at all. I didn't like TikTok. I, I wasn't trying to do that, but I really genuinely felt led to do it. And I really felt led to go there and speak to an issue, specifically marriage and relationships. So I started in January uh, talking about marriage and relationships. I had zero followers uh, and uh, you know, was just trying to learn how to navigate the platform. In four months, I went from zero followers to 33,000. Can I tell you why? Because people are longing for meaningful wisdom and advice in the area of marriage and relationships. You know what people are looking for? Hope. They're just looking for hope because nobody's having meaningful conversations about healthy, life-giving marriages, okay? And let me just share this with you. I think this is going to help somebody today, just briefly. I want to tell you the five elements of every healthy marriage. Every marriage that I've observed that I believe is thriving have these five elements. Here they are. Number one, honor. Husband and wife respect and value each other. All right, number two is intimacy. All right, you might be surprised to hear how many men and women are trying to navigate the pain of sexless marriages. And before somebody says, well, there's more than just sexual intimacy. Yeah, I know I get that. But if you ignore sexual intimacy, it's going to impact every part of your marriage. And the most healthy marriages that I know of have healthy, sexually intimate marriages. Listen to me. Emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy are intertwined. I don't think you can separate those two things. If you're serious about a healthy marriage, you've got to get serious about your intimacy. All right, number three is communication. You're intentionally having vulnerable, transparent, honest communication. All right, number four is grace. You're quick to forgive each other. This is vital because you're both going to disappoint each other. That's not the question. The question is, is how soon can you give each other grace and forgive each other after the disappointment? And number five, this is the one we usually miss. It's what I call active healing. It is both you and your spouse being intentional about your own healing journey. Here's why. Everybody enters marriage with some baggage. 
some insecurity, some pain, some feelings of inferiorities that they brought into the marriage with them. That The question is not, do we have brokenness? The question is, is are we both willing to lean into it rather than away from it? Are we both willing to go backwards so that we can go forward? All right, so we both have to be a part of this process of active healing. We're just talking about marriage. We haven't even touched on the other relationships like friendship or mentors or fathers and mothers in the faith who speak to our potential. Okay, we all need relationships, but having healthy relationships requires us to be intentional. Okay, because meaningful relationships don't happen on accident. They really don't. It may seem like they started spontaneously, but they will not continue without intentionality. Relationships are key, absolutely crucial to you and I developing our core. If healthy relationships are absent, then we're going to be stuck. And so here's today's transformational truth. Healthy relationships are like healthy immune systems. You can't survive without them. If you'd like to connect with me, you can hit me up on Instagram at Pastor Travis Hall or go to my website at cultivatemypurpose.com. Or you can just check out the links that we've included for you in the show notes. And if transformational truths is helpful to you, could you do me a favor? Could you go over to Apple iTunes, rate the show, and write me a quick review? Listen, I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Thank you.